Hello dear listeners, uh, I'm Sandrine Soub, your host on the podcast Research Lives and Culture. And I'm going to introduce a new series for this podcast. I've got some interviews that were done probably four years ago when I still worked at the University of Sheffield. And I ran a project called uh, Academic Stories. And these interviews were, were done with a video and we have a website with some lovely videos that uh, a colleague called James Parson did uh, when uh, we recorded interviews with these researchers, these academics. And these interviews were really interesting because it was with people from lots of different roles within uh, the faculty where I work. And I thought that it would be really nice to share these interviews with you. So there is a series of 12, 12 interviews with people who are very different stages. And we're going to be sharing these over the, the next few weeks. They're much shorter interviews than the, the usual podcast that I do on the, for the, 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 the interviews that I've done over the last couple of years. But I hope that you find these, these in, interesting. There is um, also a website for these interviews and we've created a timeline to showcase some milestones that people have had during their career with different things that they've had. For example, you know, getting a job or getting a grant, publishing an important paper. So if you go on the website and we will put a link in the show notes, you will see some you know, really interesting and very diverse professional timeline. And that's it. I hope you enjoy these interviews. And they are done with just the, the uh, interviewee and without me asking any question this time around. But I'm, I'm sure that you will get a lot from people sharing their experiences of research lives. Bye. I'm Rebecca Barnes and I am a university teacher at the University of Sheffield, which means that I'm a teaching focused academic. And I work a lot with undergraduate students at the University of Sheffield. I got into science. Um, it wasn't very strange, really, because my dad is actually also a science academic. So it didn't seem like a very you know, unusual career path for me to follow. And I just really love science and figuring out in enormous detail how things work and then explaining that to other people. I studied biochemistry and genetics at the University of Nottingham and I did well in my degree. I enjoyed studying, I was good at it and I found the subject matter really interesting. So um, kind of the obvious choice was to go on to a PhD. So I looked online and I um, applied for a number of PhDs looking at the molecular biology of various parasites because I had all these noble ideas about curing parasitic disease. And I ended up working in Glasgow uh, on a parasite called the trypanosome. And that was overall a good experience. I really loved the lab environment and uh, working in a team in that way. But I think some of my technical skills were somewhat lacking, to be honest. And um, something I wish I'd picked up on earlier and really worked more carefully on is being really methodical, taking really careful notes of everything I did, um, because that allows you to really progress better when things go wrong and um, leads to less discouragement. And so um, even though maybe all my data, I didn't generate loads of data during my PhD, I really loved the academic environment, working in a university on science. And so um, I wanted to carry on doing that further in my career. 
So as I was writing up my PhD, I presented my work at a conference. And when I was there, a young academic approached me who was setting up a lab at Yale University. And they asked me if I would be interested in joining them as a postdoc to set up the lab. And it was a project that was kind of similar to my PhD work. Um, but working in human cells this time. And it sounded really interesting. And it was at Yale, so off I went. And I moved to the States to help them set up the lab over there. Um, but unfortunately, there was an awful lot of pressure once I got there. So uh, getting tenure at a good American university, at any American university, is really, really difficult. And there is an awful lot of pressure on the academics who are starting out there. And it was really, really important to, the, to my PI that I generate a lot of really good data very fast. And as I've discussed, perhaps some of my technical skills, and my organisational skills weren't quite um, what they could have been. And um, so I think there was a mismatch in expectations between what was, you know, what the PI was expecting and what I was capable of at that time. So I was working very hard, but making mistakes, not really getting any good data. And uh, it was a very stressful time. It wasn't, wasn't really good for either of us. So at the end of uh, almost a year, we decided to part ways. And I think what I learned from that was that it's important to identify problems early on so that you can work on them and uh, also to really make sure what the expectations are um, in your job of what you're going to need to deliver. So after the end of my first postdoc, uh, with the help of the postdoc development person at Yale, I was able to transition immediately into another project in a different lab. And that was really a stroke of luck that they happened to have some money available. And it, that worked out brilliantly. I was very fortunate. And that was a project in the lab of a more established professor working on the same parasite as I had before and that's a beautiful community of people and it was just lovely to rejoin that and I was there for five years and I got some data I was able to work a bit more effectively in the lab in a slightly lower pressure environment um, but nevertheless I did find it quite stressful and just the constant failures every day of working in the lab were getting to me and also to be honest um, the my publication record wasn't really good enough to get a research focused academic role so I don't think that was really on the table for me even if I'd wanted it and so I started talking to my PI about what else I might like to do and I was thinking about um, the liberal arts colleges in the states where there are lots of academics who concentrate on teaching in the same way I do now in my current role and also I was doing some outreach um, around uh, New Haven, where Yale is, uh, helping middle schoolers, high schoolers learn about science. And I was really enjoying that. So I started to think how I could develop my teaching skills to further explore that. And so I did some demonstrating on a Saturday morning at the local community college, uh, helping teach people who wanted to get into nursing, etc., about microbiology. And that was really fun. And then I took a course um, with other postdocs and PhD students about developing my teaching and through that I ended up leading a weekly seminar as part of the big Yale introductory biology course and I really loved all of that and so that really helped cement the fact that I should be doing a teaching focused role uh, at university level going forward. 
So once I decided I wanted to go down the teaching route, I applied for a number of jobs in the US and the UK, and I ended up here at Sheffield, and I'm really glad. I love my job here. So I work with the undergraduate students, especially the first years in my job. Uh, for example, I coordinate the first year practical module. So I'm down in the practical lab with the students two days a week, and I do lecturing, and I do a lot of kind of organising work for the department teaching, like organising the tutorial programme, things like that, and supporting my other academic colleagues in that way. And I love my job because, first of all, I spend a lot of time with the students, so they get to know me and they can talk to me about their problems and, and their successes as well, and that's really rewarding that they you know, that they trust me in that way. That's really great. Um, I love the fact that I'm able to move things forward in the department and help the other academics to have things run more smoothly so they can concentrate on the really important bits of their teaching. And I think that teaching focused academics have a bit more time and they can spend their um, creative energies on doing some more innovative things that, with their teaching. And that's kind of part of our mission as well, I suppose. So for instance, for one of my teaching sessions, I designed my own card game for the first years to play uh, to help them learn about protein purification. So we have a bit of creative energy to do stuff like that and move things forward in that way in our departments and in the university as well. So I've had some tough times along the way, but now I've ended up in a job that I really love and I think I'm good at it and it seems to be going well. And so what I would say to someone starting out would be, um, first of all, to think really realistically and honestly about what you enjoy about your current job, your PhD, whatever it might be, and what you're good at within that and what skills you might want to draw on and develop and you know what really brings you joy from your work. And then you can go on and there are so many opportunities in universities to do extra stuff. And often it's a case of asking for forgiveness, not permission, just going ahead and trying some stuff out and you can take that forward. And so even if you're having a tough time, there's bound to be something that you can learn from that and bring it forward to a place where you're really doing your best work and enjoying it.